Welcome to the Field Goals Podcast. I'm Brandon Schultz. And this week, the Seahawks three-day minicamp has now wrapped up. And now the team gets an extended break before training camp starts up at the end of July. Seahawks quarterback Russell Wilson will be going into his eighth season in the NFL and recently signed a four-year, $140 million contract. He's going to be Seattle's quarterback through 2023. And Russell Wilson was on the podium this past week on Wednesday to talk about his plans to continue working with Seahawks receivers in the offseason and his feelings about DK Metcalf, Seattle's third selection in the draft and one of three receivers taken in the 2019 draft by the Seahawks. Wilson says Metcalf has been looking really, really special and was among the group Wilson pointed to for guys to step up with the departure of Doug Baldwin. But first, we'll kick things off with Russ talking about what he thought was the main thing the team gets out of minicamp, the opportunity to spend more time together and work on terminology of the offense. You know, I think when you get to play football, it's always the thing you get the most out of, the thing you enjoy the most, you know, getting to be around your guys and uh, just sharing, you know, the, the fellowship of doing what we get to love, you know, and I think that's the great part about it more than anything else. I think also uh, just the terminology and the, and the knowledge that guys continue to, to gain as we all continue to work to try to be at our best each individually, but also collectively as a group. One of the guys who isn't there is Doug Baldwin, who was released by the Seahawks in May due to a failed physical. So what has it been like for Russell to no longer have a player who has been there with him every single season since he came into the league? Uh, yeah, you miss Doug out there just because uh, he makes so many plays and everything else. But other guys are stepping up in a great way. And um, that's the only that's the only uh, negative thing about sports. You know, I think that uh, it always comes to an end, you know, for whatever reason. Um, and and um, he's had a, such a special, special career, you know, and um, a legacy here. So. Uh, we're always going to miss him here for sure, and that's that's going to be that's going to be uh, anytime I get to play the game. You know, you always miss him out in the field with you. One of the guys expected to step up is DK Metcalf, a guy who is projected to go as early as the first half of the first round in the 2019 draft. Seattle ultimately selected the six foot three, 228 pound receiver at number 64 overall, and after spending OTAs and minicamp with him, Russell says he sees something special in Metcalf's game. Well, it's great seeing DK make his plays. I think DK uh, is re looking really, really special. He can do anything and everything, and uh, he's tremendous. So just what is it about Metcalf that has really stood out to the Seahawks quarterback? I think his knowledge of the game first. Everybody knows about his ability to run and everything else and jump and catch and all that. It's, you guys have been talking about that for months. But I, 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 think, um, I think more than anything else is his brain and you know, the way how, how he – how he processes information, how quickly he understands it. He, he's really intelligent, you know. He really understands the game really well, and he uh, he takes coaching well. He gets extra work. He's, um, you know, he's he's a, he's a legit he's a legit pro wide receiver, you know, and yeah, he, uh, he's everything that you know everybody was talking about in terms of what he's what he's capable of and more. He went on to talk about how he could sense there was something special about Metcalf, even based on some of his initial conversations with him after the draft. Well, I, I mean, I, I could kind of tell the, as soon as he got drafted, we talked on the phone um, as soon as that happened. And uh, I mean, we talked for about 15, 20 minutes just about, you know, where he wanted to go and everything else. I could tell, you know, you can sense it. You know, when you're around him, you played it and you've understood it and you played it yourself. I think you kind of can tell the guys that, you know, are, are really hunting for something special. And I think he is. The Seahawks also selected another receiver in the 2019 draft, taking six foot one wide out Gary Jennings from West Virginia in the fourth round number 120 overall. Although he's been dealing with an injury, Russ says he's been working on trying to absorb as much information as possible. 
Even though he's been injured earlier on, he's he's been on the side just watching every play. You know, he's he's taking in every every play. He's he's, he's up front in the meetings. He's asking questions, and um, he really understands you know uh, the game. Um, he's always he's always been an uh, intuitive person, just knowing him from when we were younger and stuff like that. You could tell he's a great athlete. Um, so you know, there's nothing he can't do. So it'll be exciting. You know, the biggest thing is you know the reality. Uh, We'll find out a lot when we strap on the pads and make plays, you know, and that's that's where you find the, the true stars and the true players and the guys that can really make plays, and it seems like we got a lot of them. So that's that's, that's the exciting part, and um, we definitely have a plethora of play, playmakers, ballers on the field, and so we're, we're looking forward to seeing what, we can, what, what can happen. I mentioned that Russell is going into his eighth season as the Seahawks quarterback, and so when I found out that Wilson coached Gary Jennings' YMCA basketball team, It still seems to me that Wilson isn't old enough to have a player he coached in the NFL, but that's not the case. Jennings was, in fact, coached by Russell Wilson, quote, back in the day. I know Russell turned 30 back in November, but I still don't think you should be able to use the phrase back in the day until you were at least in your 40s. Yeah, way back in the day, um, uh, my sister played on the team and she was playing on the guys team, you know, but uh, it was fun. You know, um, it was crazy because I was coaching uh, my football camp, RWQB, with, uh, um, you know, on that Saturday or Friday or whatever. And um, when he got drafted, my sister calls me and says, hey, we just drafted Gary. You know, I'm like, I'm like Gary. And she was like, Gary, Jenny. I was like, oh, shoot, like crazy. Um, so it was just uh, it's just really exciting just to think about, you know, um, and him getting drafted and everything else, just being a little kid and uh, me coaching him when he was young too as well and just my sister and everything else. So it was, it's fun. it was fun. Russell also said that David Moore is looking really great and that he's had a solid, great, special camp. Apparently he couldn't decide if he was solid, great, or special, so he ended up going with all three. Um, I think uh, David Moore is looking really great. He's had a solid, great, special camp. And later on he was asked if the former seventh-round pick going into his third season in the NFL is ready for an expanded role in the offense. Yeah, he's ready. He can play any position. You know, he can play any position. So we're excited about moving around, letting him make plays um, in terms of David Moore and, and, and all his capabilities of what he can do. He's a, he's a true threat um, all across the field. You know, no matter when he gets the ball, he can score. Now, if you've ever watched a Russell Wilson press conference, Russell can't just talk about one or two players. He has to name everyone at the top of his mind. So after talking about Metcalf and more, he goes on to talk about several other players. He talks about Tyler Lockett, Keenan Reynolds, Jerron Brown. And then he goes on to name drop the running backs, Rashad Penny, CJ Procise, and JD McKissick. Uh, Tyler Lockett has just continued to be a star for us, um, as you can see in camp. Um, I think Keenan Keenan's doing a tremendous job. There's a lot of a lot of guys. And then JB's, Jay Brown's doing a tremendous job of getting open, finding ways. Uh, there's, there's just so much versatility at every position, to be honest with you. I um, really like what the running backs are doing. I'm really impressed by Penny and, and CJ, just how they've stepped up. And obviously, JD can always make plays, too. So um, so I, I think across the board, I'm, I'm really excited about the rookie class, though, that we have. You know, it's it's been fun to watch them come in and the challenge that they've uh, bestowed on, on, on themselves and just everything else and, and our team. And just um, they really look forward to it. I think um, last year... I think people were worried about the unknowns of everything and, and everything else. And the great thing about the game is you get to control your destiny. You know, you get to control every day, how you prepare, how you work. Um, no matter if you're a rookie, no matter if you're going into your eighth, eighth year or whatever it is, I think at the end of the day, how you prepare and how you come to work is, is the best thing that you can do. And I, we've got a lot of great leaders that are demonstrating that. And then the rookies are have already come in with a great attitude. And now they're continue, continuing on what it, what it takes to be great. 
With the team about to head into a long break before training camp, Russell's asked about how he feels about the direction of the offense after these past few weeks. I think we're doing great. I think the guys are fired up. The guys are making a lot of plays, as you can see today, and uh, it's exciting. The offensive line's doing a tremendous job. They're tough as can be. Um, going into the second year with Coach Shadi and the terminology and everything else we're trying to do and um, how we're trying to attack defenses, how we're trying to make plays is really exciting. So um, I think we're doing a lot of great things. And the versatility of the young guys, of, of, the, of the older guys, too, it's, it's great. Now going into a second season with Brian Schottenheimer as the offensive coordinator, Russell is asked how it translates on the field. It translates, you know, in a big, big way because there's, there's not the, uh, there's not the, um, we spent a lot of extra time together, but the, um, we, we already have the same ideas as we're coming into the office versus this time last year. Like, okay, what, what are you thinking here? What are we thinking here? You know, we kind of have the same. As soon as we watch that film after practice, um, you know, we kind of discuss what we're seeing and what we think we can keep doing better and everything else. So it's, it's a great thing, uh, and uh, it's, he's doing a tremendous job for us. We're experiencing something that's a little bit new this offseason as compared to previous seasons. It seems like the offensive line is already set, and at least it is in Russell's mind as he starts talking about the importance of continuity, and then he goes on to name each of the expected starters on the offensive line, starting from the left side of the line with left tackle Dwayne Brown, former 49ers and Arizona Cardinals guard Mike Upati. Upati was a guy who worked with offensive line coach Mike Solari in San Francisco. Of course, you have Justin Britt at center. And DJ Fluker, who signed back with the team in the offseason to return as the right guard. And then you have right tackle Jermaine Effetti, who's going into the final year of his rookie contract. So what needs to happen for this line to be among the best in the league? Well, I think, first of all, the continuity is everything. You know, I think that finally we've got some consistency up front of what we want to do and how we want to do it. Uh, you know, I think it starts with Justin Britt and his, his knowledge of the game, his experience, everything he's been able to do. Uh, and then go, going from left to right, you know, obviously with Dwayne, uh, with, with Big Mike in there, uh, his knowledge and understanding of the offense. He's been with Solari before, uh, going back to Britt and then passing it over to DJ Fluker and Effetti. Um, DJ obviously just being uh, the monster that he is and there and then Afedi just continue to develop and grow and just be the talent that he is is, is really exciting so um, the key is every, in, in this game everybody's got to stay healthy you know and just continue to work you know I think that's I think that's where uh, if we if we continue to run the football really well pass protect and uh, and make make our explosive plays but also um, just be great in clutch time then there's nothing we can't do even though there's nothing going on that's organized by the team specifically over the next few weeks Russell has plans to get together with his teammates, just like he does every offseason. Yeah, we definitely want to try to get together in, in, in the summertime and throw a lot of footballs together and, make, and have some fun, too. So uh, that's always that's always a great part about the summertime. So just what is it that he's working on when he gets together with his teammates in the offseason? One part of it is just the spending time with each other. That's always the fun part. I think also, too, is just really trying to perfect our craft. You know, it's just like... Uh, you know, guys in the NBA, you know, offseason, they're, they're shooting around, playing with each other, working together and, and everything else, just trying to understand what we're trying to see and what we're trying to think about, you know, just like anything else. So I think that's the offseason, I, I really believe, you know, translates into the to the regular season and the kickstart that you want to have uh, to the beginning of the season because you don't get to play all those games, especially with the preseason games, you know, you not everybody plays and everything else. So I think it's one of those things that you, know, you try to get you try to get your uh, your extra 500 reps or whatever it may be, you know, in the in, in, you know in the off season leading up into the regular season. Now there's a lot of new rookies, a lot of new faces, and Wilson says with so many new players, he's actually been surprised in a good way at just how well everything has clicked 
even in advance of getting together in the summer. Yeah, I think that quality time of just uh, throwing and, and getting their timing together and everything else, we've got great timing already. There's, you know, to be honest with you, I'm kind of, uh, I'm uh, not in a negative way, I'm kind of shocked how, how good we've been in terms of the young guys coming in, the new receivers and tight ends and everybody else, all the positions, um, just how, uh, how everything's clicked in such a smooth way. Um, it's, I feel like I've been doing it for years with these guys, and so that's the good thing. Um, and then we just got to continue to put the work in, um, you know, and continue to put the time in and see how far we can take it. And considering that he feels the chemistry is already developing well, what is it that Russell attributes that to? I think the scouts and John and Coach Carroll and everybody did a great job of finding, one, I think intelligent guys, guys who understand the game already. I think, two, is uh, the, the talent level of the guys that can really catch. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, I mean the, the amount of guys that we have across the board from left to right that can really make a lot of plays, um, you know, can do a lot of special things is exciting, you know. So, um, and, then, and then you have some other guys who are, who are not even practicing right now that are really talented that played with us last year, like Malik and, and Caleb, and those guys are really good, too. So. Um, you know, so um, we're really looking forward to all the capabilities of what we can do. Um, and I think they love the game. I think they love the game. Um, the receiver room is really great. Everybody's tightened it and everything else. So that, that helps. With all of that new talent, and especially with a focus on speed, you know, Tyler Lockett is, of course, known for his speed. DK Metcalf put up the fifth fastest time of all the NFL players who participated in the 2019 scouting combine in Indianapolis. Gary Jennings was among the top 10 receivers at the Combine. So with all that speed on the roster, is he excited to throw some of those sexy deep balls that he's becoming well-known for? I'm excited to just get, just to score touchdowns and make plays. You know, it doesn't matter how we do it. Um, we want to be able to do everything. Obviously, we want to get the ball out quick. We want to be able to hit the mid-range shots and the long-distance ones, too. But I think a little bit of everything is, is, is how we play our best. Now, getting together with teammates outside of the structure of the Seahawks facility isn't something new for Russell Wilson. It's something that he says he started after his rookie season, getting together in California around Hermosa and Manhattan Beach. And one of the reporters pointed out that there were a lot of veteran players on this team at that time. And he asked Russell to reflect on the time that he spent with those veterans early on in his career during that offseason work. It was fun. I mean, we had some amazing times, you know, just putting the work in and being on the beach, working, catching, uh, you know, spending time together, too, you know, just playing on some stuff, going to the game, going to some basketball games, just doing some fun stuff, going to Lakers games and stuff. You know, that bonding part's key. I think, um, you know, we just want to continue that of, of just getting together. You know, this is the game that we love. It's also our jobs, but it's also family, you know, and so to be able to do that and spend time with one another is, is great. Now that Wilson is the highest paid quarterback in the league, will it change his mindset? He says he puts enough positive pressure on himself that it won't change anything and how he approaches the season and his overall goal each year of winning the Super Bowl. I, I think I always put enough uh, positive pressure on myself. You look forward to the moments. You look forward to the challenges. You look forward to the opportunity. You look forward to greatness. You look forward to having success. I don't, and uh, it, it doesn't waver my mind, mindset. And my, it was from my first year to this year. It didn't, it didn't change anything. Um, you know, I always say pressures when my when my dad was, you know, on his deathbed, you know, this is a game I get to play and I get to throw a football for a living and I get to do what I love to do and get to be around some, a lot of great guys and a lot of great fans. And um, so, no, I, I think there's an excitement to do what you, you set out to do. That's the one of Super Bowl. Mental conditioning is something that Russell seems to be consistently working on. And Wilson is actually the co-founder and chairman of a company called Limitless Minds, who he founded along with Trevor Moad. And Trevor is someone he says he is consistently talking to with regard to his mental focus to always be at his best. 
Uh, Trevor and I do a lot of stuff, you know, every week, constantly talking. Talk to him today, you know, just, um, you know, so we do a lot of work together too with with Limitless Minds and stuff like that. But I think um, for me and him, we we just, uh, we're really staying focused on, you know, trying to be at my best, you know, every day. And lastly, I'm sure we're all aware that Russell has a love for baseball. He's also talked about wanting to own a sports franchise, and he's been a part of a group that's been trying to bring the Sonics back to Seattle. But he's also now part of a group that's trying to bring Major League Baseball to Portland. He says there's a great chance and a great opportunity for it. But when asked about the potential timeline, he tries to focus on the fact that at this point, it's closer to the realm of optimism than reality. I think you sense just the uh, optimism to uh, <laughs> I think you sense the optimism. I think you sense the optimism of just the, the opportunity of baseball uh, expanding um, and then also the opportun- op- optimism of baseball expanding in Portland potentially. I think there's a great opportunity there and uh, it's a great city. It's a growing it's a growing city. They want baseball there. It's uh, as you can see as you can see in the uh, b- basketball playoffs just the energy, you know, just behind sports there too as well. I mean just um, so there's a there's a great opportunity to do it in the Pacific Northwest. I mean look at the weather right now. You know, this is baseball season right now, so it's as good as it gets. And there it is. The next time we hear from Russell Wilson from the BMAC, it will be at the start of training camp around the end of July. Of course, we'll continue to bring Seahawks news and content at fieldgoals.com. If you're looking for more podcasts, Adam and I have a new episode of the Seahawkers podcast that just came out this week. Subscribe to that show at seahawkerspodcast.com slash subscribe to get each show as it comes out. Check out Matty Brown's article up on field goals about the three positions of concern on the Seahawks roster, as well as a feature on offensive coordinator Brian Schottenheimer. Also, check out some of the work by new field goals writer Tyler Alson as he looks at the mileage the Seahawks travel in 2019 and how it stacks up against the rest of the league. And he also has an article looking at the group of tight ends on the 90-man roster who hope to make the final roster in September. And if you're interested in Earl Thomas's latest comments, Comparing the complexity of the Ravens defense to the relative simplicity of the Seahawks defense. Check out John Gilbert's story on it. It's all available at fieldgoals.com. And with that, let's close out this show with Russell Wilson closing out his press conference from the podium. Yeah, thank you guys. Go Hawks.